All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is BC, another episode of Supreme Being, my podcast. We're live every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right now. Uh, I may be adding another episode uh, permanently to the schedule. We will see. Uh, I am traveling a lot more as of late, growing my team now. We are in 11 states. So I will have to figure that out, right? I may have to record them ahead of time. First and foremost, sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If you guys need anything now, we are, again, in 11 states. And I know agents all over the world. You can contact me personally on social media. I'm easy to find. Number two, if you're interested in learning more about and joining eXp Realty, which is the real estate company that I work for, and you want to partner with me, go to partnerwithteambc.com. Lastly, my tribe, uh, Modern Success, which is my coaching program. We revamped things this year. Shout out to them, right? Uh, a ton of lectures, events, live lectures every week, so on and so forth. If you're interested in getting more support from me, getting closer to me, getting more one-on-one uh, -on -one with me, I would recommend you join Modern Success. You can go to briancasella.com and join that way. All right, let's begin. So a lot of subjects are coming up today, right? And I'm going to give you one piece of advice that was difficult for me to apply in the beginning, but this is the first kind of method uh, that I use when I look at every area that I'm looking to improve in. All right, and I'm going to go through a few just so you get it. All right. Typically, when an individual wants to improve themselves in an area, the automatic, is assumption, the automatic assumption is something needs to be added, right? Something new needs, needs to be in addition to what they're doing, okay? And I want you to think about that for a second and think of a few examples, right? You want to get bigger and more muscular, add more protein, add a protein supplement, right? Add a pre-workout, right? Add, add, right? You want to learn some information? Okay, get some books, right? Add read, add more books to your library, right? Buy some more lectures, add, 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 right? You want to look better. You want to improve your image, buy more clothes, add, 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 right? These examples go on and on. I want to welcome people and I'm going to walk you through on this podcast to do the opposite for a second, at least initially, and see how this works for you. I look at people coming to me and I've taken this approach and giving advice as well. I've done it with myself. I've done it with the people around me. and. Um, I've seen it bear a lot of fruit because it'll force people in a sense to focus on things they don't normally focus on. It's a pattern interrupt, right? It'll get you to look places that you don't normally look. And it really just kind of throws a wrench in the engine of everyday life and gets you to approach things from a different perspective. Okay. Let me give you an example, right? So we're, we're switching this adding to now the opposite, which would be taking away, right? or getting back to zero in a sense. I look at a lot of people who come to me now asking advice in regards to nutrition, right? Diet, lifestyle, and that kind of stuff. We'll just say lifestyle, right? It, it could be working out. It could be diet, lifestyle, meaning consumption of things, right? So when somebody comes to me with, with questions like that, initially, again, all the questions are, what can I add? And I immediately say, well, let's look at what you're currently doing and see what needs to be removed first. So for everybody listening, one topic that, that is brought up, that I brought up to people before that I want to talk about here for a minute that is directly tied to this is a lot of people are fascinated with scent and smell. And we know like if you want to leave a first impression on somebody, you want to stimulate good, good emotions, smelling good, right, is key, right? Because that's one of the senses. Yet, what do we normally do in this, in this um, we can say, 
particular subject. We're looking for colognes, we're looking for deodorants, we wanna add, right? We wanna add something to our game, a particular scent. I tell people, look, a lot of the bodily odor issues that you're dealing with, the majority of that is your diet and your consumption. So there's a lot of things that need to be removed or minimized or reduced from what you're consuming. That's one thing I can say that I don't really talk about in the last five years since I've gone plant-based, any bad odor or scent with my feet, my underarms or whatever it is, do not smell at all. I could work out hard and sweat profusely and you could be right next to me. I'm not going to stink. I don't. When I perspire, there's no foul stench to it anymore. Okay. Now, am I saying that I stunk before? I don't really think so. But for sure, I could tell before when I would sweat and get sweaty and do exercise, you know, okay, I needed to take a shower, right? Now I still shower now, but the point is there was a change there and it didn't require me adding anything. It required me removing certain things from my diet and from my lifestyle, right? People who smoke, people who drink, right? People who drink and eat bad things. Start there. What are we initially doing? What do we automatically resort to? Let me get a cologne. Let me get a new deodorant. Okay. Now I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you can't do that anymore, but let's take this other approach at least first and consider it in this field. You see now the next step, the addition, I started changing. Okay. I got more plant-based stuff and more natural stuff, right? Which is kind of where my life is going now in all areas. Even these teas that I make that you guys see me drink on the, the Instagram lives, or if you see the video version of this podcast, these are teas that I brew myself. I'm not buying the tea packet teas anymore, right? I'm buying all the leaves either whole or already cut up. And then the ones that are whole, I'm cutting them up and then I'm brewing them myself and I'm making my own tea. So even in that, the person who is going to continue having issues. And why do I say this? Because oftentimes this removal or this looking at it from a different angle actually points to a deeper rooted issue. The person who in this case wears a cologne and does that is just masking the bad odor because some people, because of their diet and lifestyle, smell all the time. I, I remember people that even after they showered, they smelled. I'm like, bro, something needs to change. A shower and deodorant and cologne doesn't help you. It just masks the shitty smell that you have. As a, as a person, you have to address that. Stop looking for the outside band-aid. Fix the fucking wound, right? I look at somebody, right? Let's pivot to a different example. I look at somebody giving me um, questions and, and approaching me about like, let's say communication, right? How can we apply this to maybe a, a subject like communication? Well, tremendously, because when I look at somebody, the, the moment, and this is like an exercise I can give to everybody. The moment somebody comes to me, I say, okay, moving forward from our interaction here, moving forward, start to record audio and also especially, most importantly, video of the interactions that you're having and practice sessions that you're having. And let's look at, let, let, let's look at that. Let's zoom in on that. And what do I do? I'll compliment people, of course, because a lot of people, even if they're doing things wrong, they do do a lot of things right. However, the first plan of attack is, removing certain tendencies, right? Like if somebody's role-playing with somebody and practicing a scenario with a customer and they're talking, just an interaction, you'll start to spot these things. You'll spot them very quickly. Like if somebody's sitting at a table, underneath the table, you'll see feet moving, all right? Or hands jittering, or, you know, they're shaking. That needs to stop. That's a removal of something. 
You'll see somebody moving their eyes too much instead of just calmly making eye contact. That's something that needs to be reduced. Less movement. Take that out. Look. The releasing of tension in the body is a takeaway. It, it requires energy and effort to tense. Relaxing loosens you up. It's a taking away of. So even in that respect, I'll have people look at it from that angle. I look at, again, let's pivot again to a different subject. That certain people's perspectives and perceptions on certain subjects, beliefs and philosophies, before ever recommending somebody adopt a new belief or philosophy, I run a reel first and get stock of what their current beliefs and philosophies are if they're coming to me. And where I see fit, we need to remove right, that lower end software or beliefs and philosophies that are not conducive to where they want to go because there's a conflict there. First is a removal. Then there's an addition of something new, an upgraded or better belief and philosophy that helps them move better. I don't just keep stacking them on each other. That's not, that's not the way it works because when you track down to the core of somebody's you know, core beliefs and values, which is at the bottom, you have to strip away the old software there and old beliefs and philosophies. If that's still there and that's never addressed, no change is going to happen because any change is made higher up right in the hierarchy and up near the surface. And this is why at the core, people never make changes or the changes that they think that they're making are only temporary blips. Why do you think somebody, as an example, will start to make money and then boom, crash again? Somebody will change their diet and lifestyle, lose weight, look better, then boom, they crash again. It's because of this. It's because of this. They're, they're missing this piece, which if we deduce it to something more simplistic, it's, hey, before we add, let's get to the core, let's remove. Then we can add. Then we have a blank slate. What do you hear with the old ancient wisdom teachings? Empty your cup, right? That's a regular saying that people say that now just flies over people's heads because I think it's some uh, cliche fucking wisdom teaching. It has become cliche because people use it for the wrong reasons. They use it to get likes on Instagrams instead of understanding the information behind it and the application of that. Simple statement, but directly related to what I'm saying. We have to empty the cup. What does that mean? You need to remove its contents. We need to take away because it's too full. If we keep filling up the teacup with water and it's already full, it's just going to keep overflowing. It doesn't get anywhere. What do we say when someone is going through a change? They're stripping away their old identity and then adopting a new one. Same concept, right? Somebody's upgrading, raising their frequency. What happens to their previous circle and environment? It changes. It goes away. Then they get a new environment and new friends. Stripping away of the old makes room for the new. We see this dynamic everywhere. So if we see that dynamic everywhere and everybody's nodding their head as I'm saying this, then why can't we adopt this train of thought in our everyday lives with everything? It's not that revolutionary, is it? It's super simple. Right? So I'm throwing this as like experiments with people. Hey, how about you remove that and do this? Right? It's not even, not even like I'm hardcore telling people, no, don't add anything. Just remove, remove, remove. Because right? we know by brute force, it's difficult. That, that, that's a, against the rules when it goes to in influence and persuasion. Right? That, that, that is held in the hands and used by people who have no other means of creating change. So they have to do it by force. Just so you understand it. That's why force is applied because they can't do it the other way. 
So now I'm experimenting with people. What if, right? I'll throw things like, well, what if this? What if you didn't do that or you removed that for a week and we tried this for a week? How would that work? Would you be willing to do that? Oh, okay, yeah, I'll try it. Why do you think sometimes when um, I'll give a, a little tidbit, a little nugget of information about maybe adopting a new belief or philosophy in your life? I'm like, you know what? Keep the one that you have, but put it on pause for a week and live for a week as if this new one I'm giving you and experience life through that and see what it does for you, right? That's just a recommendation or a suggestion from me. But it still applies this principle because technically, in essence, you're putting the other one to the side and wearing this one as if it was your only one, which is an experiment and it works. Now, I do this shit all the time because things do become obsolete and you constantly have to be reassessing this stuff continuously. I've said this before, a stuck mind is a weak mind. A focused mind is a strong mind. Right? And what I mean by stuck is the majority of the population right now. Them, the people before them, the people before them all thought and said certain things and they just keep that track going without ever looking at it from a logical perspective and saying, is this philosophy that I have, is this belief that I have, is this way of viewing the world aiding me? Or is it old data technology now that I need to upgrade, right? There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Everybody's wrong at some point. Everybody changes and upgrades their beliefs and philosophies, lifestyles, this, that, a million things in our life. It just suddenly certain subjects are taboo and you can't do it. Well, I can't change this because blah, blah, blah. And then you give yourself some phantom fucking reason as to why. You should have the ability, right? And intellect to be able to look at it. Now, if you assess that you don't want to change it and it still fits with whatever you know puzzle that you're creating for your life, great. But at least you took the time to assess it and look at it, right? A prime example of this is people who maybe are insecure about something like money and they refuse to be around people who talk about money. They refuse to look at their bank account because they're embarrassed. And it's a subject that gets swept under the rug that they never assess because it's the monster in the closet. If anything, that's the one you need to look at right then and there. Put it right front and center and say, okay, this shit makes me uncomfortable, but I need to do something here. I need to look at this. Obviously, what I'm doing isn't effective because I have to be insecure about this subject, right? Now, this is where you, you, you run into a lot of emotions with people. This is why certain subject matter, when it's brought up to certain people, they explode or they get defensive. It's because of this. Now, this requires a certain level of maturity for sure. Right. And there is a time and place. Me as somebody who maybe I know in a conversation, something's going to come up. I won't bring it up in a group setting. I'll do it privately with the person and then make it very clear to them prior to me bringing it up that I'm not going to judge them for it. Right. Because that's a part of helping somebody through change, helping a customer. Right. You, you strip away that, that, that judgment um, mechanism for a second. Right. That way the person feels comfortable enough to divulge that information and change. Because if somebody feels judged, and they want to change, and they're with a teacher or somebody that they deem as that person who's going to help them change, but they feel judged, they're not going to change. That closes that door, just so you know. Now, the judgment mechanism for the human being is there for a reason, and we need to exercise it, of course. But there is a time and a place where you shut it off. Like, that's a tip I give people who call or prospect for business. Sometimes when you read certain names, you're in certain neighborhoods, you sell to certain types of customers, right? You've already prejudged. Oh, this guy's going to be an asshole. Oh, this guy's going to fight me about the commission. Oh, this person's going to be pissed. Drop that shit and respond to what you're given. Because if you come in with that prejudgment, they're going to feel it. Or whatever happens, the way you're going to process it is through that prejudgment that you made, which in many cases is erroneous and it's incorrect, right? Now, people don't stop and think about this stuff, but it's true. 
And that's a tip I've given people for a long time. Drop that shit. Okay. Again, you want to help somebody drop that shit. I tell people all the time. I even say it to my customers. Look, what we discuss is between us. I'm not, I don't tell anybody else. Everything is confidential. Now you may already know that, or you assumed it. I just wanted to let you know. Fair done. Now there's going to be another level of comfort with that person. Now, obviously, if you're going to say that, and you better damn well be confidential, you, you, you better not be behind their back laughing like, oh, look at this guy. He only makes this kind of money, which I know some people do that. That's wrong. But if you're going to say that and you're going to operate um, a business, you know, abide by it, right? Be, be a, a man or woman of your word, right? Honor what you, what you say and what you speak into existence, abide by it, period. That's just the way that you should carry yourself, right? So <clears throat> we, we kind of sidestep with that, but you get what I'm saying. I just wanted to throw that in there because I thought that was really important. So let's look at these subjects and say, all right, why is my automatic just response to add something in these situations instead of looking first and analyzing and saying, okay, what can I take away first? Like people say, well, you know, I'm getting distracted. Here's another question I get. What do I need to do? I, what do I tell people? Eliminate things out of your environment in your room, in your day, in your mind that cause a distraction. Locate them, identify them, and then get rid of them. When I used to make calls, it was my landline and my mojo dialer. That's it. My cell phone was shut off. It was in a different room or in the corner. And I was just zoned out on making calls. I didn't have my email open and social media on my phone and all this other shit. It was just that, that, that to eliminate distraction. I didn't add anything. I removed things. That made it easy. Yeah, we have people adding in 20 things, attempting now to be focused on one when they have 20. That doesn't make any sense, does it? What, what else do you think causes this uh, issue that people claim they have this analysis paralysis? Because you're getting 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 things and trying to juggle them all at once. That's why you're never going to catch me reading 10 books at once. I read one at a time, maybe two. And normally the second one is somehow related just to say focus and boom, 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 I, I push through it. Otherwise you have six, seven, eight books, 10 books. You're reading 10 different things. You're reading them super slow and you're not even retaining anything because they're all 10 different things. Same thing when somebody comes to me, oh man, I want to do real estate. And then you're studying fucking a thousand different people. That's what's causing it. You're adding, 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 adding. That doesn't get you anywhere. You need to strip away, strip away, strip away with to the small amount that's manageable that you can use that you can stay focused on and move forward with that. Then you can add on later. That's the proper process, right? It doesn't same thing with, I want to start something, but I'm going to add three more years to create my plan. That doesn't work that way. Everything that I've been doing, especially as of lately, this expansion and all the newer stuff that you guys are seeing me do it's commitment first action first. Then we figure it out as we go. That's always the way it's been. I want to eliminate things and simplify things. Keep it simple, always. And keeping it simple normally involves very few things by the nature of the definition of it. What do we tend to do? We tend to complicate it by adding too many things. Now it goes from simple to complex. And what you deem complex, now you can't figure out. You can't put your thumb on it. And now, like most people, you're stuck in this middle ground of, I want to do this, I want to do that. And you're pulled 20,000 different ways. And then you don't get anywhere. I have people who have been doing that, by the way, since I've been in this game for six or seven years on social media, who are still preparing one day to plan to get started. It's like, it's like, what the fuck? No, you're not. You're just going in circles and not doing anything. Right? So let's look first to eliminate or strip away before we automatically go into the mode of adding, right? 
I recommend all of you take some of these things that I gave today, some of these exercises and really just assess it and see what it does for you. Um, I think it'll be very helpful. It was tremendously helpful for me when I adopted this way of thinking in the beginning and I still do it to this day. And it's just very simplistic and anybody can apply it regardless of age, what you do, where you are. Um, and I think it'll be very, very helpful for you if you, um, <clears throat> if you really, really do do it. Okay, so that's it for this one, guys. Appreciate you being on Supreme Being. We are on every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Shout out to the real estate team, Team BC. We are in 11 states now. If you need anything real estate, you can contact me. I can help you or connect you with somebody in your area that can help you the best of the best. If you guys are interested in eXp Realty and want to find out more, go to partnerwithteambc.com. And lastly, if you want more support from me, more training, more in-depth stuff that I don't release anywhere else, you can join Modern Success. You can go to briancasella.com for that or go to the link in my Instagram bio. All right, that's it for this episode. We will see you guys on the next one. Peace.